0: If you aspire to incredible things in your career and in your life, this episode can become your answer key. This is a principle that I learned early on in my career. It's actually a framework that led to millions of dollars earned freedom of time beyond what I thought possible, and really opened the door to amazing opportunities for me. But most people don't know it. So I felt like it was important to share it with you here today. Stay with me for this particular episode, because it's going to be so impactful for you. And it's going to break down this formula for achieving your wildest dreams and separating you from the pack of entrepreneurs who still don't know about this. These are hands down the wisest words I've ever received, the best business advice I have ever received, and I want to pass it along to you. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, What am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. I kind of wish I had recorded this sooner in my years of podcasting because of that chance that it could have done for someone else what it did for me over a decade ago. Sometimes in interviews, I get asked, you know, what's the best advice you've ever received? Or what's the advice that you would give to an entrepreneur? And hands down, the focus of today's episode is the answer. Be, do, have. You may have heard this phrase before, but today I want to break it down in its power and how you actually apply it. Because something can be conceptual, maybe you've heard it, but if you're not actually applying it and understanding how to apply it, it's not going to serve your life. Because I had a mentor early on who presented me with this idea and actually really challenged me with it, I have dedicated my life and my career to this premise. It's actually the cornerstone of leadership. So if you feel like whether it's, you know, you've been hitting plateaus in your business or you're just craving bigger wins or trying to pursue some big growth personally or in profit, this is your episode. All right. Have you ever heard the psychology behind quitting an addiction? You can have two people who recently chose to stop drinking alcohol after years of addiction. One is presented with the opportunity to have a drink. Someone offers them a drink at a party and they say, no, thanks, I don't want to drink. The other is presented with that same opportunity to drink and responds, I don't drink alcohol, I'm sober. Which one is more likely to live out their goal of sobriety? The data shows that the second one is by a long shot. So why is that? They both chose not to drink. They both stood by their promise to themselves in that moment. But the first one had to make that decision in the moment. And they will have to do that over and over for as long as they choose to stay sober, which is a hard thing to do when you're tempted by something. The other one, however, had already decided in perpetuity, right? I don't drink. They had chosen their identity and they were living out that identity and how someone with that identity would live. I don't drink alcohol. I am sober, right? That's an identity that plays by a certain set of rules and a certain set of standards. Their decision was already made. They didn't have to waste one iota of energy or thought. They didn't have to think, weigh options, consider their feelings or their temptations. They just don't drink. That's who they are. So if that works so well in that scenario... Could it be true that it works in other areas of life? And the answer is yes. So I want to break down two frameworks and the different results each one yields. The first is how you are likely living right now. And it's nothing to be ashamed of because so is the rest of the world. And that framework is have, do, be. Super simple, right? This is the framework that the first person lived by, along with most other people and entrepreneurs whether or not I have something is what dictates what I then do, and therefore it determines who I'll be. It's like chasing a mirage, right? Always reaching for the next goal, thinking I'll be happy when. I'll, I'll be happy when I have that new client or that promotion or the dream house. But the catch is this pursuit often leads to delayed happiness and a perpetual cycle of chasing the next big milestone and a constant feeling of inadequacy. Inadequ- so many entrepreneurs find themselves stuck in this cycle working tirelessly to accumulate possessions or achievements and they just discover that the joy they expected to have is either fleeting or not there at all and then the next goal post is already in sight and it's this treadmill of desire without the f- fulfillment that we crave and this constant have mindset leads to burnout and unfulfillment and it's where the journey becomes this relentless pursuit of the wrong things of external validation or external things rather than just the authentic expression of who we really are who we're called to be stepping into that fully that's leadership so in other words once I have more confidence then I'll pitch myself for that opportunity and then I'll be successful I can't wait till that happens I can't wait till I have that or once I have more money then I'll invest in a mentor and then I'll be successful I just gotta have that money once I have that money I'll do it Or once I have more time, then I'll do the work I need to do to then be successful. But people who determine what it is they want to have, confidence, time, money, or sobriety, in the example of the guy who has a higher likelihood of sober success, know that you can't wait to have something before you do something in order to be something. You have to take on the identity first. You have to be it before you have it. Because when you own that identity, you determine exactly what that kind of person does. Then you do that. And then you get to have that. Have, do, be feels easier. It is safer. There is less risk. It is more natural. It is, there's a lot less sacrifice and discomfort. But it also comes with way less reward. You cannot tap into your potential in business, personally, in life, in the joy that you want to experience in have, do, be. And because most people live there, most people are unknowingly choosing to limit that potential because of it. But the secondary framework, the one that I adopted years ago, and I'll tell you that story, that you can adopt today is be, do, have. And with be, do, have, you get to determine who you need to be to live out what you want to experience. I need to digress for a sec because I know you're feeling called to your next level and you need to stop spinning those wheels and hoping your business is just going to grow or someday you're going to have more freedom or maybe you're going to finally become known in your space. And I get it because that was my reality for years. I was stuck financially and I want to share what the differentiator was between being In that plateau financially not having freedom not having time to breaking into several million to finally getting that momentum at my back and feeling like everything was falling into place and the difference for me was going from trying to figure it out and testing a bunch of things and guessing as to what would work to having one mentor in my life who believed in me and was willing to pull back the curtain on his eight-figure business to show me exactly what he was doing that worked. And all of a sudden, I had the answers to the questions and the solutions to the problems and the systems and the strategy and the leadership mindset I needed to have to to be able to lead my business to success. And that's what I've done for you. I've compiled all the resources and the templates and the systems and the strategy and the leadership wisdom and the plug and play tools into one convenient place. So When you have questions about how to increase your sales or your conversions or how to have better messaging and marketing so that you attract the right people or how to lead your business well or how to grow your team or create a team culture that just leads to this mission that is taking off, all of those things, they're in one convenient place, a resource hub that we call your breakthrough year because you use it and you have your breakthrough year and you can pull from it whenever you need it. No more feeling stuck or wasting time and money. If it worked for me, if it worked for my many high-end clients, my high-performing clients, it's in there for you to leverage so go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader and get on the waitlist because only those on the waitlist get a special discount and access to incredible bonuses like my most profitable year system and how to boost your sales and increase cash flow instantly you guys this one's a no-brainer so go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader and get on that waitlist you want wealth okay what would a wealthy person do You want health? What would a healthy person do? You want a successful business? What would someone with a very successful business do? And then take those next steps. It takes something esoteric. Who do I need to be? And turns it into something concrete. What do I need to do? And they live in harmony. You want a deep connection in your marriage? What would someone with a thriving marriage do? And when you know who you need to be, you ask then what are the behaviors that create the goal that you want to have? And then you take those actions as the version of yourself who will do it in congruence with the identity you'd have to have to get there. You don't have you don't get to have, you know, a wildly successful business making decisions and having the behaviors of someone with a subpar business. It just doesn't work. Leadership mastery, it's something that it's an inward process. And that's really that essence of B. It's this profound mindset shift when you prioritize cultivating the qualities of a top tier business leader over immediate outcomes of if I just do these little things, I'll get that external validation. Or if I just do these little things, maybe I'll make a little more money you start by defining those non-negotiable leadership values and strengths and characteristics and you envision the kind of leader who commands success in that business arena if we're using business as the example so by focusing on being a high performing leader you set that stage for the authentic necessary actions that are aligned with your true leadership style and it's not about mimicking others but it's it's looking to them and embodying the unique qualities that set you apart as a high achiever and this shift fundamentally alters your approach to business success, right? It emphasizes that internal fulfillment and that excellence over external metrics. And then guess what happens? Those external metrics you want anyway, they come, they follow it. So as a leader who embodies the desired qualities, your decision making too becomes more conscious and strategic and in alignment with your overarching vision. If you suffer from analysis paralysis or discerning the right next step for you, or even just little things like knowing where to put your time in your day. This is how you do it. Leadership decisions cease to be isolated actions, and they become a cohesive expression of your being, of who you are, right? Of that identity you choose to embrace. And if we're aware of the actions that increase the odds that we're going to hit the goal, we have a better chance of hitting the goal. And nearly everyone is more comfortable in the do over the who. Of course we are. It's not personal. Here's the checklist of all the stuff I needed to do to hopefully get to my goal. It just is, right? It's not It's not anything emotional. But when you say, here's the list of things I have to personally overcome or emotionally let go of or the mentality I have to take on, that's personal. I grew up, I'm, I'm Christian. I grew up Christian kid, right? You likely had those little fabric bracelets, in the primary colors of what would Jesus do? WWJD. Why did we wear those as Christians? Because it made it easier for us to know what to do in our own lives. If the Christian faith says that the goal is to be more like Jesus, the way you become more like him is you do what he does. What would he do? So the same premise applies to any area of your life. What would someone that's further ahead, smarter, better, wiser, whatever, whether it's the future version of you that you picture or the person that you admire, what would they do? Who are they? What are their characteristics? What are their non-negotiables? How do they think? That becomes your guide. I'll never forget. It's like so vivid, but it was like 12 years ago. The moment I learned this principle, because it was the catalyst for change, not just in my business, but in how I'd go on to do all of life. I was pushing for a big business goal with a deadline. And it was not my own deadline, like a, you know, oh, I I have to make this much by this time. It was a deadline that you had to hit. You had to hit a certain financial metric to qualify for a particular event and mastermind that I wanted to be a part of. So I set the goal and I got to work. And I had months and months and months. But as the deadline approached, I was very shy of the goal. Impossibly so, so, based on history, based on everything I had done thus far. So two weeks out from that deadline, I still needed to produce over $50,000 to qualify. And this was in a stage of my business when that was more than I made it in a whole year, right? This is when I had just started out. So I remember I called my mentor to tell him the news, you know, that I wouldn't be attending because I, I wouldn't qualify. And he's like, wait, did the deadline pass? I said, no, but it's only two weeks out and I'm 50,000 plus shy, so I'm not going to qualify. And he responded to me and he said, you know what, you're right. If you believe that to be true, you're right. You're operating as someone who can't make $50,000 in two weeks. And he said, but what if you approach these next two weeks as someone who did qualify, right, as someone who did make $50,000 in two weeks, as someone who could do what you have to do to be there, qualified, believing fully that it's going to happen. What if you were the person who was at the event? Like you were already there in your mind, you were that person for the next two weeks, can't hurt. So those next two weeks were the most transformative two weeks of my life. I felt like I came alive. At first I was like, okay, I can play pretend, like I still didn't believe it. But with some more coaching and support, he helped me realize, no, I want you to fully believe it for the next two weeks, just live like it's happening. I came alive. I lived as though I was someone who makes $50,000 in two weeks instead of $50,000 in a year and a half. I did what that person did. I thought like they thought. I strategized like they strategized. I was energized by it. I embraced the challenge. I found myself getting super innovative, doing things that I had never done before in business because my mind didn't think about $50,000 in two weeks and what you need to do to make that because that's not what I earned. And my mind... In those two weeks knew it was happening. So it was just a matter of discovering how, right? It was like, I know the end result here. I'm curious to see how it plays out because I'm going to make this happen. I produced in those two weeks more than I had in the previous year plus, and I attended that event. But it wasn't just about getting to the event. It wasn't even just about proving to myself what I was capable of. I took on a new identity because once I saw what I could do in that new identity, I knew I could replicate it. Not to mention the fact that a new opportunity level became available to me. At that event, I was exposed to a completely different realm of entrepreneur and leadership and business and learning. I also met people who would model for me what was really possible. Like I hadn't even gotten in the game yet. Now I saw all these people doing things that I was by far the lowest in the room by every metric. So I got to be exposed to all these people who were living in the identities I wanted to take on. I got new opportunities from that event. I made relationships at that event that I still have to this day that have served me and produced for me and that I've been able to serve in those relationships too. I had doors opening. That ripple effect was in full effect. This works, but few will ever do it. So my questions for you that I want to leave you with today are what areas of your business or your life have you been operating by the have-do-be framework, the way of the world? Where have you been hesitating or seeking out the shortcuts or avoiding what's truly necessary because you would have to embrace a new level of your identity to get there? Where have you been avoiding actions or playing it safe in the hopes that you could take enough actions that you can check off your list to get you where you want to go, right? In what ways have you been seeking out that silver bullet, the have, the next resource, the next milestone, the next access point, the next income level, the notoriety, X amount of followers in the hopes that that would be the thing that gets you where you want to go instead of you being the thing that gets you where you want to go? There's a better way. The only real way. And it's be, do, have. Be, do, have. Live by it for a month. Do what I did in those two weeks for a month and watch your life change. And my challenge to you is identify who that is based on the things that you want to achieve and what they do and then build those things you need to do into your day to day. I want to see on your schedule, the evidence of the fact that you not only discovered the identity, and then unearthed what those people do, but then you're doing it, you're doing it, and you're watching the progression take place and your life will never be the same. If you want support in this, If you want someone to help you implement this and do this and you want access to the resources and the tools that I've learned to leverage over the years to help you do it better, to keep you in the lines, to make it faster, better, stronger as you grow, go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash got it so far luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash YBY. That's where we keep all our resources and tools that you can get to help you become the leader you're called to be if this spoke to you, please share it. Please share it. It helps us so much. (laughs) It's always a weird ask, but and not a lot of people do it, right? It's like, yeah, that's I loved this, but I'm not going to share it. I've fallen into that trap. I share so many more podcasts now because I understand how much it helps the podcaster. So please share it and please leave a review. I know that's another big ask, but if you haven't left a review yet, it just takes a moment of time. You can either just hit the five star and be done, or you can go in and actually leave a comment, and it takes about 20 seconds, but I'd be so forever grateful. I read every one of them, and it gives us so much momentum and traction to help you bring bring you better guests and have more leverage to support you better in your business, but thank you for tuning in. Be, do, have, you've got this. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or a guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.